Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Will you soon be able to walk to your favorite grocery store or for that matter, your new favorite restaurant? Yesterday, we highlighted Nashville closings. Today, we have a few openings to announce. And what is the future of downtown Nashville? We'll share our predictions and more on Nashville Daily. So, Aaron, I was thinking back through uh, 2020, and I was like, what was the best thing that came out of Nashville in 2020? And it hit me right in the face, and I was like, oh, the opening of 440. That is definitely on the list. You know, we did an episode about that, but uh, we we weren't thinking about traffic. Traffic is never on, usually is never on the list of things that uh, that really make a year for Nashville. Uh, but this is episode 40, or not 40-40, this is episode 440 of Nashville Daily. And so it is a good time to celebrate the goodness of Interstate 440. I remember the day when it was so, so bad. I would hit a pothole and then I had to go to, do, to my mechanic to get my car inspected because 440 was that bad at one point. And yep. now with it being three lanes the entire way, I have had a great experience every single time I've been on 440. It is such a good improvement. I am looking forward to using 440 more. Uh, it used to be something to avoid in Nashville, but now it is something to actually use as a useful tool of getting around town. Who would have thought? It really is. <laughs> uh, so we have an opening of a grocery store in South Nashville on 8th Avenue, right across the street from Hattie B's. It is opening today, and this is Publix. Uh, I don't know if it's Publix grocery store or just Publix in general. It's the grocery store. I don't know any other kind of Publix. But I don't know if, if their name is Publix or is it Publix, Publix grocery store? Is I, it just, I, I think, think it's just, just Publix. I think it's just Publix. That's all I see on the on the sign. I don't know what the paperwork says, but the grocery store usually just says Publix on it. Um, I, I Actually, it might be fun to go to uh, grocery stores on their opening days. They may give out free stuff. I have no idea what a grocery store opening is like, but I'm sure it's going to be pretty nice. Uh, it might be the best day for that grocery store as far as what you'll find inside of it. Actually, speaking of Publix openings, the one on Gallatin that is in East Nashville, I swear is like a week away from opening as well. Oh, really? I saw, I drove by there yesterday and I saw a lot of people in green shirts, like outside of the doors and, and kind of on the inside, outside, wherever those, those main doors are. So they may already be starting employee training at that location. Do you think that's going to become your new grocery store in East Nashville? Probably not. You know what is is really funny, and you and I were talking about this over the weekend. The Kroger Marketplace in Hendersonville, kind of where Gallatin and Hendersonville is, I went there it yesterday. Blows everything out of the water. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. They sell like they have a full. It's like a Target but inside of a Kroger. Have you ever been to a Target Superstore? I've been to a tar- Target Superstore, yeah. Uh, this is essentially, the Kroger Marketplace is essentially the Kroger 
Superstore. Yeah, so they actually at this Kroger. <laughs> if you if you if you don't know this, at this Kroger they actually sell clothing too. Yeah. So like, if you're looking to get like your full blown shopping experience done, you can at Kroger Marketplace. It's it's insane. Like they have so many things. So uh, I'll probably be back there. Uh, it may be worth the drive to go to that Kroger because it's so nice. All the cheeses. All the cheeses. They have all the cheeses there. It's like the cheese, <laughs> cheese on cheese. <laughs> but yeah, so grocery stores are uh, are, are still continuing. I mean, uh, we do, this is the, in our intro. Like, can you? Will you be able soon to walk to your grocery store? I think that Nashville. That's been the biggest thing that Nashville has gained uh, in the past maybe two years is an influx of grocery stores throughout the city. Yeah, I still think there's a, a few um, grocery there, store deserts. Yeah, Nashville. there are still food deserts in Nashville uh, for sure. Especially in like the South Nashville area. I think there's a really large need for that. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm glad to see these improvements and I'm glad to see these places opening in downtown, especially when I'm in downtown and I'm like, I just want groceries. I don't want to eat out. Well, you know what's really interesting is that downtown Nashville actually had a new opening in the food area. It's not a grocery store, but this is Riverhouse, according to the National Business Journal. It's a concept developed by the operators of Bricktops in Nashville's West End area. There's a place called Riverhouse that opened in the main level, and it's now open, uh, the main level of Bridgestone America's downtown headquarters building. So I think that place has been waiting for something to open for a long time. So I'm, I'm glad they got what they wanted. You know, what's really interesting. This is a very kind of classy restaurant. They have a dress code and everything like that. I'm personally, I'm surprised that that kind of restaurant opened at the beginning of 2021. Um, so it seems to me like they're along for the long haul. If they're going to open a restaurant that's going to have a very small capacity probably for the next few months at least. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of to-go concepts being opened and a lot of other concepts, but not too many. Uh, your traditional dining, classic high-end restaurants opening during the middle of this pandemic. Uh, they know what Four Seasons is going to do for Nashville. <laughs> You're they, not wrong. You're they, not wrong. They, they also understand what Nashville Yards and Fifth and Broadway is going to do for Na downtown Nashville. Uh, they are preparing for the long game, not the short game. Uh, so let's, <laughs> let, let's read a little bit of their menu. So they have a raw bar. So if you're looking for shrimp and oysters, they have that. I'll skip uh, that one. I'll go to, yeah. the, to the next area. I would go to the appetizers. They have lobster bisque. Uh, they also have smoked salmon. Uh, they have iceberg wedge, if you're looking for some iceberg salads. Uh, they have whole leaf Caesar. They have a steward. What is a hot water corn cake? Do you know what this is? I don't know, but it, it says it's, it says it's a Nashville favorite on here. So well, I might have to do some discovery on this. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to <laughs> learn what that is. Um, a corn cake. I think it's kind of like a kind of like a uh, five dollar or five um, cent pancake kind of thing made out of potatoes. Maybe I'm just throwing out. Okay, uh, but they have some great entrees like this prime meatloaf. That's an expensive plate of meatloaf, uh, but it sounds really good. You know what? This place, I'm looking at their, their entrees, Atlantic Salmon, Crab Cakes, Florida Grouper. This may be the place that really brings in the fresh seafood for Nashville, and it becomes enjoyable. Sea Salt did that with fresh water, but Sea Salt 
is no longer around. It was also, sea salt was in a rough area. Not in a, like in a sense from like a crime rate, but... Just in being, a hard area to naturally kind of fall into. Yeah, being on that end of 3rd Avenue is a very difficult area. The thing about Riverhouse, I think that's going to have the advantage for them, is they open right across the street from the symphony, so that's a huge advantage when the symphony When the reopens. symphony but reopens, yeah. also right next to the Country Music Hall of Fame, and that area does not have a lot of restaurants. And so I think they're very... This was a very strategic opening for them. Speaking of local food, Stuart, I see that you've eaten somewhere recently. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so I think you pronounce it as Ninka. This and, is uh, Ninki? Ninki. Uh, that sounds probably more right than Ninka. Uh, Ninki. <laughs> yeah, Ninka poop is what Ninka comes to poop. mind for Ninka. <laughs> uh, but this is a hibachi-type sit-down place. Okay. My wife was craving hibachi. What, what, what neighborhood is this in? This is right off of like White Bridge Pike. So it's kind of like into Bellmead. Okay. Not Bellmead. It's like that really interesting area of that Kroger. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that Bellmead Kroger is not a Bellmead Kroger. It's not a Bellmead Kroger. <laughs> uh, but we had hibachi and this is actually my first hibachi experience in Nashville. I've never had really? hibachi here in this city. Okay. Uh, it was good. Um, I had steak and just the typical rice and vegetables and everything. Sure, so, sure. Uh, it, it was a really good hibachi experience, and I look forward to discovering more places in Nashville. All right. I do, too, as well. Uh, there's a ton of places around. All right, let's head over to Explorers Nashville Tip of the Day. I hope you enjoyed the beautiful weather yesterday because if it it's anything, glorious. it was great. But uh, if the weather today is anything like it was on Monday, gosh, I would just want to lock myself in a room and not be able to even see the sky because it was dark. It was grim. Things that just are not fun at all. It's reminding me of the last three February. Oh my gosh! I think rain season. I really is hope it's not like that this year. Here. I really hope it's not like that. But I think the rain season is kind of showing its stripes for the Nashville. Rain and the tornado season. Yeah, yeah, it's here. But the good thing is the Predators are playing tonight. And so if you want a chance to escape the coldness of the Nashville weather, there are a few ways that you can enjoy the Nashville Predators game. They play the Blackhawks tonight at 630 uh, Central Time. If you have cable, you can watch it at NBC Sports. If you don't have cable, you go to Tailgate Brewery, my favorite <laughs> bar. To it's watch a good place for a Preds Predators game. Play. Yeah, tons of sports bars are going to have uh, this game on. Uh, so if you don't want to deal with the hassle of trying to find a weird way to stream it and you just want to watch it and catch some good local food, Tailgate's a good one. I believe the Corner Pub usually has this stuff on. Uh, so there's uh, there's probably a good list of sports bars that will always have the Preds games on. But National Predators versus Blackhawk, it's good. It's those are always really good games. So oh yeah, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, make sure to to check out the Predators tonight and enjoy your evening after a mess of a rainy day for Nashville. That is Explorers Nashville Tip of the Day.
Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for Nashville merchandise, look no further. Our listeners can use the code Nashville Daily get 10% off their next online order in-person visit. You can find them inside the Marathon Village or head to ScreenThreads.com. All right. Our question of the day. What will be the future of downtown Nashville? We want to get pretty specific with uh, with this. So you can text us. Let us know what you think. What will be the future of downtown Nashville? Text us at 615-392-1358. If you're listening on YouTube, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. What will be the future of downtown Nashville? There is in the National Business Journal an article by Lori Becker, who is the market president and publisher for the National Business Journal. Market president means She's in charge of the Nashville market because there's uh, business journals for almost all major cities throughout the United States. Um, and they, they're having a little conference and uh, they're going to be kind of the, the voice and telling people what they think about what's going to be happening with Nashville in the downtown area. So we'll, we'll put that article out uh, in our show notes for you to read. Uh, there's not too much that we need to go over here as far as the article. Uh, it, it's kind of just like an op-ed from the president, uh, you know, giving a little bit of press for the event that they're going to hold. But it, when we looked at it, we're like, what do we think? What do we think about the future of downtown Nashville. There, there are some things that we know. We know that River North is coming into Nashville. Don't fully 100% know what that looks like. I think we will uh, near February 2nd. I, I hope so. I, I think we'll know more. Um, we, we know the areas that are being hit really hard as far as development um, and kind of where those are going to be spreading to. Uh, but I, I think we want to make a few... I don't know if predictions is the right word, but maybe guesses as or, to or or <laughs> observations. Yeah, it, some predictions and guesses based on the observations uh, that we're seeing and in the Nashville that we have. <laughs> yeah, um, and kind of I, I think it's an episode to reflect and, and talk about what we're hoping is going into downtown Nashville and what we're going to be seeing that hasn't really been talked about yet. Um, officially, because we don't know if any of this stuff is going to happen. We would like it to, and maybe it will. Um, I'm going to start with something that we had mentioned just a few days ago, um, maybe a week, week and a half now. We had mentioned that area near the Nashville sign had been bought. The Nashville sign is a very large LED wall that projects different advertisements and so forth. It's right across from Broadwest. It's where the uh, Broadway and West End split um, on the west side of Interstate 40. Now, we the space on it is very weirdly has this connection between LED walls and this very weird similarity to Times Square as far as its shape. Um, and, and so... One thing that I think we're hoping is that area, which just got bought uh, by somebody who knows that area really well and knows the potential of that area, could turn that area into a Nashville version of Times Square. I think it would be absolutely incredible to have a New Year's Eve celebration right there. They shut down all of that street, and they, they do it from a different part of Broadway that's never been done. Uh, but I think the potential for having a Times Square there 
is really going to be a focus for them because they, they've said like, hey, we're, we're going to keep these signs. We're going to integrate these signs into our buildings, which yeah. makes sense. And uh, so you have Broad West. You're going to have these new towers that they're going to be developing. And then in front of the Orbison building where the old uh, Toyota car dealership storage lot was they're building a where, where, where lift had a sign just sitting there for years yes exactly <laughs> uh, so they're building another skyscraper there so i'm assuming all of these buildings are going to incorporate some type of visual advertisement space because uh, if, if you think about it right now around two hundred thousand people go through that intersection or that divide Every day. It's it's very busy and with Broad West being there and it becoming more of a mixed use area with a lot of residential coming in there. With that park. Yeah. At Broad West. It, it just seems to me it's that triangle area where the National Sign sits almost matches up perfectly with the triangle area of where you can walk around in Times Square. It's very interesting how similar those are. I think with the, the amount of retail space and the amount of restaurants going into that area, it's going to be very walkable. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be blended really nice. It's going to fit into Midtown tremendously. No matter what, that area needs to be more walkable. Yes, which it's is extremely it's, dangerous. Right <laughs> which all, it, it all comes with a, a kind of a theme that I, I have written down that I, I was going to talk about at the end, but I think it's a theme that's interwoven with everything is downtown with everything everything that goes into downtown from now on needs to make downtown more livable more walkable more livable um and just easy for people to uh not just tourists come in and have a good time but for people who live there to have a thriving time as a person living full-time in downtown nashville yeah so like uh i i think of like to-go window coffee shops like outdoors, like especially on Broadway, that would be amazing. That would be absolutely um, incredible. I think of I think of better sidewalks. Our sidewalks in downtown are rough. Wider, better, yeah, bike, all of the above. You, you need to make this um, way more livable. And they, they've tried. They they spent one hundred fifty thousand dollars to do a bike lane on Commerce that was like a half a mile long. So they, they have yeah. tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there there needs a lot more improvements. <laughs> more livable. When uh, this was about two years ago, it was right before CMA Fest of two thousand and nineteen. They almost doubled the width of the sidewalks on Broadway. And it was incredible. It's a it's a great thing. CMA Fest kind of forced that to happen. Um, they even really tried on right in front of, of Acme and, uh, is that headquarters and that area, they expanded that area hoping, uh, because that was, you know, Acme was super busy. The lines were always super long and they wanted to try even with the restaurants, they're expanding to outdoor dining in that area and have room for pedestrians at the same time, which is, I think a good long-term goal for our downtown area. Well, I think another long-term goal, and this is making it more livable, is allowing open containers in downtown Nashville. <laughs> I, like, I think on lower Broadway from 5th to 1st and all of 2nd. 100%. This needs to be an open container type situation. Oh, 100%. And I'm just going to, while we're on the topic of things that we've talked about that we want to see, 
Um, there will be someday, I'm crossing my fingers that this happens, a rooftop coffee shop. Somebody who's listening, let's make it happen because that's... In downtown. In downtown. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in other yeah, parts yeah, of Nashville, yeah, yeah. there is yeah, yeah. like that. But sure. No, in, in, in downtown, downtown Nashville. we need a roof, rooftop coffee shop. I think that brings us to um, something else that, that we've talked about before. Maybe not too much on the podcast, but in our daily conversations. Um, and, and this is something that you've talked about a lot, and this is an observation tower yeah, in so downtown. One thing that frustrates me about Nashville is there's no observation towers. You can go to cities like LA, Chicago, New York, San Francisco, uh, almost Seattle, everybody Austin, has it. Texas. You, you can go to Dublin, Ireland. They even have observation towers <laughs> in Dublin, Ireland in the Guinness yeah. factory. They have an observation. Really? Tower. Yeah. Wow. And so, uh, I think that's one thing Nashville is really missing is yeah. the observation towers. Yeah. And I think it would be such a cool experience, especially I think there should be one in Midtown looking at the Nashville skyline from Midtown, like okay. where, um, kind of where that Subaru dealership is. I think that would be amazing. So as about to say, I think Sky House should do it because I've seen, I've seen Nashville from the top of Sky House. It's incredible. And it's really nice. It's incredible. Uh, and then I think there needs to be another one like in the Sobro area if that ever happens. Um, but the city needs observation towers. Yeah, it, also, it really does. With observation towers, it, it needs more family-friendly activities. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Okay, so what else are we hoping for downtown Nashville's future? Um, one thing, it's not confirmed yet. Um, but it is very hopeful. We've talked about this plenty on the podcast, and this is a baseball team and a baseball stadium in downtown Nashville. Where it's proposed right now is very close to the southeast corner of, or sorry, the southwest corner of Nissan Stadium. Um, and that would bring a better, just an additional uh, avenue of entertainment for people to uh, interact with the downtown area, with the sports of Nashville. And, you know, it's it's not like, even though the soccer stadium will be super nice, uh, but it's great to have that entertainment in downtown Nashville so that the crowd can spill into all of the other local businesses in the downtown area and like that area is a huge cycle for all of those things really work well together. But imagine what CMA Fest can be. Like if we had this <laughs> baseball stadium and we had Nissan Stadium doing two live shows at the same time for CMA that would, Fest. That would be really cool. That would be incredible. <laughs> and there's no other city in the world pulling that stuff, type of stuff off. And Nashville is more than capable and ready to do that. It very well could be the case. Um, speaking of that, of that area on the Cumberland river, um, and we've talked about this a little bit as well. The future of downtown Nashville, I think will include a thriving waterfront scene. Um, it's something that from day one, hopping on this podcast, we've talked about, uh, Nashville needing, I think if they want to, um, really make this city on the same par as, other cities because other cities are utilizing the heck out of their waterfronts. Um, the one that stands out most clearly to me is when we went to New York city and there was, I, I know this is not a comparison because the waterfront is way different. The land structure is way different, uh, in these areas, but we went to an outdoor 
park. Oh yeah, so the across uh, the river like Pier Five. Yeah, yeah. So it's like all of these piers, like these old yeah. shipping piers, they've converted to parks. Absolutely incredible. And there were three or four outdoor turf, I believe, soccer stadiums where people could hang out, uh, feel the breeze of the of the water, and uh, really enjoy the scene and view of the skyline from across the water. So. I mean, it just uh, I think every city has taken advantage of a thriving uh, waterfront scene. Um, New Orleans is a good example of there's a lot of riverfront space that they haven't utilized yet. There's some that they have, but not as as much as other cities. But um, Nashville that, that has a lot of New Orleans is below flood levels, <laughs> which yeah, you can't blame them for that. Um, but yeah, Nashville, I think uh, a thriving downtown will mean a thriving. Riverfront, And I believe that I, I think it should come in all forms, not just what we've seen in Nashville with development of just mixed use developments. I think we do need to integrate a lot more things like transportation, par- parks, transportation, yeah. things like that. I should be able to hop on a boat from Opryland to get to downtown Nashville in 15 minutes. Yeah, I should. That, that should be a reality. It's it absolutely should. Um, but one thing that comes with this growth and we have to consider this is with this growth, we're not going to be able to see the Pinnacle building or the Batman building in downtown Nashville. I did not think that that would be a reality until it already, until it, well, I, I honestly, it already has in some areas, uh, most notably Midtown. So wherever that, you know, when we talked about where that Times Square in Nashville area could be, I don't think you can see the AT&T building anymore so, from that area. Uh, you can't see it until you pass 5th and Broadway. Literally. I, wow. I, I go around Nashville to see where I can see the AT&T building because that's how big of a nerd I am for this city. <laughs> uh, but you can't see it until you pass 5th and Broadway, which is crazy. So, and yeah. I think so, we've lost happen. it from one angle already. I think it's already going to happen in South Nashville, too, like the Sobro area, south of Broadway area. Sure. Because we're seeing a lot of developers that have been eyeballing skyscrapers in that area. And I think of the Gulch. Uh, they're building those two... 30-story buildings in the Gulch, they're going to be blocking uh, the view of the Batman building from I-65. Nashville's weird, though, because some areas it could be blocked, but you can back up maybe a mile and, and then see it. See it yeah. Because Nashville's downtown, is a, it's a bowl. And so the further you go out, the actual higher in elevation you're going to be. So it, it's it's kind of weird. It, it may depend on geographically where you are. Yeah, like if you're in uh, if you're driving from Antioch, you could see the downtown skyline from Antioch. Oh yeah. Uh, if you're driving in South Nashville, like Nolensville, you could see it close to Brentwood. It's I, great. I think one of the coolest views of downtown uh, that we don't talk about a lot is when you go from Centennial Park to Charlotte Pike. And then it's right at sunset, and you get to see the all those buildings reflected. It looks like just one. You can see most of the skyline there. Most of the buildings you can you can see from Charlotte, looking into downtown Nashville. That's that's a very very cool uh, shot of downtown Nashville that often can't be captured because the best view is literally right in the middle of the road. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> on Charlotte, people get hit a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, so text us your thoughts, 615-392-1358. And uh, what are what is your thoughts about the future of downtown Nashville? All right, our local artist of the day is Tom 
Zach. You can uh, find his Spotify link in the show notes. We're going to be playing his song called Find Me, which is what the Batman building is going to be doing to everybody in the uh, skyline here in a few years. It's going to say, find the AT&T building. Nobody's going to be able to find it anymore. Uh, you can listen to all of the artists who have uh, been on our podcast by searching Nashville Daily Artists of the Day. That playlist is on Spotify. A great local playlist for Nashville music. Tom has been in Nashville for five years, and here is his single called Find Me. You're sleeping alone at night, and it makes me wonder why you don't want to be the one, because I want you by my side, got nothing. was tom jock with find me uh tomorrow we're going into 12 south again and we're talking about the cost of living in 12 south so uh prepare your wallets or lock them up because we're going to be talking about what it's like to live in 12 south it's very expensive (laughs) we'll see you tomorrow Thanks for listening to Nashville Daily. You can check us out over on Instagram at xplr.nash as well as our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. For Nashville merch, we have you covered as well. Find that at xplr.life. You can also text us at 615-392-1358. And for more exclusive content, head over to nashvilledailypodcast.com. Nashville Daily is produced right here in the great city of Nashville. So if you like what we're doing, please give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with your friends.